Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey, feline friends and cat lovers. This is Michelle Fern, your host on Catitude. Welcome to the Newsroom Show, where we talk about just, you know, stuff happening online and stuff happening in the cat world. And we're going to be right back, right after this message. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender. Doggo Sud Shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to Newsroom. So let's go ahead and get started. I think one of the most interesting things I've read lately is about a cat faces study. And what these two researchers did is they took various clips of cats. What these two researchers did was do a study of cat faces taken from very short video clips And from that, you had to determine if the cat's behavior was, or the cat's, you know, facial expression was positive or negative. And I took the quiz. And let me tell you, it was pretty challenging. And I scored a six. I'm not a cat whisperer. That would be a seven or eight. But six isn't so bad. Some of them are a little tricky. I don't want to give away too much because I really hope to have the researchers on Catitude so we could talk more in depth about this study because I thought it was pretty interesting. And just to sum it all up, guess who did best on the quiz and who figures out cat facial expressions better? Women, of course, right? Yay. And, um, and veterinarians, which only makes sense. So I don't know, maybe women have like a certain vibe to understand cats. Who knows? But very interesting. So if you want to take the quiz, just do a search on your you know favorite browser for Cat Faces Study. Okay, moving along. I want to send condolences out. One of the very popular cats from Instagram and you know all over social media has passed. So my dearest condolences to the pet parents of Lil Bub who has now gone to the Rainbow Bridge. The cat was a dwarf cat with um, dwarf feline with um, a protruding tongue and huge eyes, just adorable. And I believe it was some sort of cancer or, or um, heart failure. But regardless, all my best to the pet parents. It's never easy when a fur babe goes, even if you have a little bit of notice as, as to what to be expecting that. It's just horrible. So just shout out to the pet parents, a little, little bub. We are wishing the best for you. 
Okay, moving on. Let's talk about something a little more positive. Okay, so I know I've talked about this a lot, but there's always you read about some horror and it just upsets me to the core. And what am I babbling about? Well, this is it. Cats and Christmas trees, cats and candles, cats and holiday decoration. Be careful, very careful. If you didn't have a chance to listen to a previous show, I talked about cats and different things during the holiday, things that are dangerous. Just be very wary. You know, a lot of people will, I've seen a lot of people, you know, writing into various sources online. What can I do to keep my cats from breaking the ornaments? My cats are, they climb on things and make a mess. They knock over candles that are lit, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Cats are curious by nature. They just are. It's a given. So if you have something bright and shiny and sparkly right above them, guess what? They want it. They want that. And a lot of times that bright and sparkly thing is no good. So no, do a little homework. Go do some searches on the browser for cats and holidays and so forth. Listen to some shows that we have on Pet Life Radio because I'm not the only show host that does this during the holidays. I know Dr. Justine Lee on ER Vet does this as well. She always does a, um, a holiday show, What to Be Aware of. And I did one actually earlier with her during Halloween because I kind of think these dangers start as early as October because, you know, black cats, Halloween some crazy people out there with too horrible to think about. But anyway, cats and Christmas trees, be careful. Because not only can some of these things be, you know, oh, so what? Not only can some of these things be annoying, like my cat knocked over the Christmas ornaments. I, what can I do? What a pain in the neck, blah, blah, blah. Some of these things can be fatal to your kitty. So be careful. Keep certain things away, like tinsel. Forget about tinsel. You have a cat, you have a tree, you don't have tinsel. Sorry, but just be careful. And I know I'm done preaching. I've said it so many times, but I always, like I said, I always read about or hear some horrible story. So just be careful. Okay, moving along. I read about two airline stories online and they were both kind of funny. And one was just a little sneaky and he got caught. So this couple was traveling, I believe, from the UK to New York to celebrate a birthday. And they took some luggage with them. And one piece of luggage was empty because they wanted to bring back some things. Well, they didn't realize until the luggage was scanned that one of their three cats actually jumped into the luggage and was about to get on the plane. The authorities pulled them over and interviewed them as far as what are they doing with this and so forth. But they were absolutely flabbergasted that their cat did this. They had no idea. And so the authorities didn't arrest them. They went on to their trip and, you know, no problems there. So that was scary, but sweet story. And oh, to finish, they had one of their relatives picked up the cat at the airport. So sweet story. Okay, here's the sneaky one. There was a gentleman from Russia who wanted to take his cat on board, but his cat was too fat. His cat was about 22 pounds and they had a limit, I think, of about 17 or 15 pounds. So he actually switched cats when the cat was scanned through 
and snuck his cat on board. And I don't know what happened with the other cat. Maybe he had a friend that helped him or something. So once the cat was on board, this is how he got caught. He bragged on social media that he had his big fat cat on the plane with him. Well, not smart because the dude got busted. Ha! So the airline fined him, I believe, and they also took away all of his frequent flyer points and he had 400,000. So not smart. Do not fool with the airlines and sneaking on your pets, especially if they're over the weight limit and so forth, because they will catch you, especially around the holidays when they are super busy. Now, we'll be right back after this message, and I have a couple more funny stories to tell you about things that are going on in the news. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Michelle Fern here. I have discovered a great brand called Dr. Elsie's. They are truly focused on your cat. One of their mottos is, we've always put ourselves in our pet's paws. I just love that. And did you know the number one behavioral reason that cats are either abused, abandoned, or returned to shelters is doing their number ones and number twos outside the litter box? Yep. And let me tell you, I have been dealing with that for quite a while with one of my kitties, Charlotte. I have a multi-cat household like so many of you. And no matter what I tried, she refuses to use the litter box. And I have tried everything. Nothing worked. And then I found out about Dr. Elsie's Cat Attract. Now, most cats are not that picky, but almost every household has a Charlotte and that cat will be persnickety about using the litter box with other cats. Well, Dr. Elsie's Cat Attract is a product that helps bring cats like my persnickety Charlotte back to using the box. And Dr. Elsie's is so positive that you will love their product. They're going to offer a rebate and pay up to $20 for your first bag of any Dr. Elsie's litter. You can visit drelsies.com slash catitude and print out the rebate form or fill it out online. I will also have it on my Instagram, which is at catitude17. Give Dr. Elsie's Cat Attract Litter a shot. You will not regret it. Happy cat, mom. Happy cat. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is another episode of The Muse Room. We're talking about different things that happen around them, you know, the world, on the internet, you know, social media, crazy stuff that you hear about and so forth. Okay, so I have to share with you. There is a site called Bored Panda, just how it says, Bored Panda. And they have some of the most amazing, funny, ridiculous stuff on this on this site. Do a search for funny cats. There's just a whole list of things that cats do to their owners to get their attention, to let them know what they want, and so forth. I'm not going to reiterate all of them here, but one that comes to mind was this owner wrote in and said when she got this cat, you know, the cat refused to eat. But when she was next to the cat, it ate. And when she went away, the cat started yowling again and wouldn't eat. 
So she quickly figured out that the cat does not like to dine alone. Cat will only eat when she is near. So, right? Go figure, huh? And I bet you everybody listening can say, oh, I have a winner. My cat does this. It's just bizarre what they do, why they do. I'll give you a little insight into my crew. I have cat treat trays, which is something we sell on Pet Life Radio. It's, it's so the food can be off the floor. It's a holder for a bowl. It can very easily get drilled into a cat tree. And so the food is off the floor. And so Dennis, Molly, and Charlotte, they each have a ball. They each have their cat tree tray and they have their designated spot. Although they do switch up places when they're nibbling out of each other's leftovers, which I've tried to deter, but you know, there's nothing you could do. So where does Charlotte decide she wants to eat? Well, I have a dining room table that is raised. It's, um, I think you call it like a, a tall boy or something. It's like a, it's a high top. Oh, a high top. That's what you call it, high top. So on the high top, underneath it in the center, it's an opening <laughs> underneath the table. And then there's an enclosed part where you can store stuff. Well, Charlotte decided she wants to eat in that little opening. So every morning, climbs over there and waits for her bowl. Why she started this, I don't know. And the weird thing is, every so often, she climbs on the cat tree tray and demands that I move her bowl over there. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, why, but this is what they do. And as all of us know, as cat parents, they do weird stuff. We have no idea why. They just do. Okay, so check out Board Panda and do a search for funny cat stories. There's some hilarious ones, I promise you. And moving along, do you think you spent a lot on your cat? I think I spent a lot on my cats. You know, there's food, there's toys, there's treats, there's there's more food and more food and more treats and more food and vet visits and, and flea control and, you know, it adds up. So we spend a lot. In the U.S., we spend a lot of money on our cats. But guess what? In China, they spend over... billion in U.S. dollars on cats and dogs. Most of the ownership is in cats, I believe, so most of that goes to cats. That is a lot of money. A lot. I think in the last decade, money spent on our fur babes has increased every year. And they say it's basically due to things such as less of a social stigma to have children. So instead of having children, we have fur babies. So there's some of that. And this is very true in the like millennial age group and a little bit of the baby boomers too, maybe the the younger baby boomers, you know, rather than do the four-legged thing, we do the two-legged thing. So we're parents either way. So just some interesting info for you that I wanted to share. Okay, now here's my last bit, my last thing that the last thing I wanted to talk about on this edition of Cat Newsroom. Did you know that there is a certain way to stroke a cat? Now, a lot of us that have been cat pet parents for a while, we're shaking our heads going, yeah, of course we know. But there's a lot of people out there that think they know, but they don't. 
okay. And it's perplexing because it's not what you would think. You would think cats would prefer to be stroked on their body because that's, you know, where we stroke dogs, right? No, they prefer to be stroked on their face and they prefer to be stroked on either side of the cheeks. It just soothes them and is better. However, be careful of the whiskers because some cats have very sensitive whiskers. And I think just about a lot, well, a lot of us know that the whiskers are indicators for cats of their body size. So cats can fit through a space as wide as their whiskers. Therefore, never, ever, 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 ever think about trimming your cat's whiskers. You just don't do it. Never. I've never heard of anybody doing it, but never. So cats also like being stroked on their neck. They like it when their ears are rubbed. But gently, you have to be super gentle with the cat. They're not dogs. The only cat that I can get a little rough with is Dennis because, you know, Dennis is part Maine Coon and he thinks he's part dog anyway, so whatever. But Dennis I can get rough with, but most cats you have to be very gentle. Also, do not touch their belly. Most cats are very, very sensitive in the belly area and do not like to be touched. Again, Dennis sleeps on his back with his legs up in the air, and he loves when you stroke his belly. So there's a few that like it, but most do not. And you can find out more, of course, online on how to stroke a cat. But these are just some little interesting things that I wanted to share with you in this edition of Muse Room. So please keep listening to Catitude. We have a lot of great shows coming up. And a shout out to my cat audience, my feline friends for listening to Catitude. A big shout out to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me sound great. He does such an amazing job. And thanks to my cat crew, which is Molly and Dennis and Charlotte and Sammy and Jethro and Jazz for helping me to understand cats better. And I have more episodes coming, but I want to wish everyone a very happy and healthy holiday season and great things for the new year. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.